I'm on my way, I'm making it big time. Hoo-ha! Hello and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies uh, with special guest Marie and Tim. This is the podcast where all four of us went and saw a movie at our local Regal Cinema Theater. And now we're going to sit in Matt's Honda Pilot after the movie and give our good reactions to this movie. Uh, we're going to try to answer such questions as, should you see this movie? Should you not see this movie? Should you see it in theaters? Can it be streamed? Should you snack during the movie? Should you hold off on that? Should you drink during the movie? Soda, that is. Unless you're in a theater that serves alcohol. Uh, or maybe you should pass on that, too. We try to answer these questions, and maybe more, but also maybe less. Let's be honest. I am Todd Dober. And I'm Matt Malloy. Yes. Maria and Tim are with us. Welcome, welcome. And we saw a movie. In fact, we saw a movie with a long name, and that name is Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Correct. Thank you. Thank you. My practice beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, we saw the newest of the new Marvel movies, and um, uh, who is in this movie? Lots of famous people are in this movie. Um, there were many returning uh, characters from the Ant-Man saga, including Paul Rudd and uh, Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer mm-hmm. and um, Evangeline Lilly. Is she a famous person? Yeah. Okay. She was lost for a long time. Fair. All right. We'll give her that. She was in The Hobbit, the three Hobbit movies yes, too. Well. Mm-hmm. I feel like if she's not she's there, known. she's at the threshold. Yeah. And wasp helps. <coughs> yes. Cool. Um, uh, Bill Murray's in this movie. Correct. Yes. And uh, uh, who else? Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. Okay. Is he famous? Yeah. Yeah, I think Rising. this is good. Uh, yeah, this is going to be his breakout year. This is going to be his year. Yeah. yeah. He's got this movie. He's got Creed three. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's coming off of a couple of movies from last year too. I think this is the year. Okay. For for him. Out. This is the year for celebrity. Yeah. Okay. Anyone else? Uh, the another up and comer yeah. is I I don't know her actual name. Catherine she, Newton. Yes, she played Scott Lang's daughter. Uh huh. Is it the same actress who played Scott Lang's daughter as a six-year-old? It is not. Because no. Because they or, planned to use her. Yeah, or it wasn't the last no. actress who played in, in uh, Endgame or anything yeah. like that. They planned to use her in future saga. Gotcha. Cool. Well, that is, I think, all the famous people, right? Yeah. Okay. So what is this movie about? Well, if you've been watching Ant-Man movies, you know that there is a... a, a place called the quantum realm um where uh there have been some struggles and some people got lost there michelle pfeiffer's character hank pym's wife i guess and uh 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 what's her name mother hope 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 yes thank you janet is her janet is her name person you're looking for thank you um she was trapped there for a while and then she was rescued uh it's in the second movie I believe, and um, yeah, so so this uh, pretty quickly we get we get the gang back together, and then they get sucked into the quantum realm, and they find out that it's nothing like they've ever thought it would be. There are beings there, there are uh, peoples, there's societies and civilizations, 
and we find out that Janet uh, knows a little bit more than she's let on to this point. Um, she's been there. She was there for 30 years, so she knows her way around this place, although she's never mentioned any of the um, advanced life forms that are there. Um, and so they're there, and then they kind of get separated, and uh, the movie revolves around them trying to get back together, and then there's this kind of, um, well, well, we'll call him the big bad guy of this movie. His name is Kang. Kang the Conqueror, yes. I think, is his mm -hmm. full title. And um, he is trying to uh, get uh, this family of growers and shrinkers to help with something that he needs shrunk um, so that he can use it to escape the quantum realm where he's been, he's been trapped for a while. Um, and he wants to go out and, and uh, do things outside of the quantum realm, like... Conquer. I guess conquer because that's his, his deal. Um, so uh, there's there's some epic battle scenes and things like that where uh, they're trying to reunite the family and trying to defeat Kang the Conqueror and um, also trying to get back to you know not the quantum realm but San Francisco, California, USA, Earth, all those places. And uh, that's kind of that's kind of a good summary without delving into spoilers, I think, as far as what happens. And so that will lead me to ask you, Todd, for your gut reaction to Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. And I will give my reaction now. Uh, I don't think this is a good movie. Mm. I And I... Um, there's... So... Uh, trying to organize all my thoughts here. There are good parts of this movie. There are things that I like about it, but overall this is following a pattern that I feel like Marvel has right now where it's a lot of flash but no substance. Like they're not concentrating on story and making sure a story is good and tight. They're just kind of, you know, how do we get to the next big battle or how do we get to the next big CG thing? And, uh, you know, this follows Thor, Love and Thunder, which I also didn't really like. Like it, It's kind of disappointing. I was looking forward to this movie. Um, and there's a couple of different... Th it's going to be hard because I can't talk about the specifics. There's a couple of specific things in this movie that might be considered spoilers that really turned me off this movie. So I can't really go into that. However, this movie, like, the story is just so weak to me. Because it's another instance of Marvel, obviously, when they made Ant-Man 1, were like, oh, we're probably not going to go into the quantum mania. Or we're not going to go into the quantum realm a whole lot. So it was a toss-away thing. And now they're stuffing stuff in there that we have to go back and visit. And it just doesn't fit with me. And, and my problem with that is we've people have gone to the quantum realm in other movies. Like... All the Avengers went to the quantum realm for the time heist. Like, they all traveled through that realm to make the whole time heist happen. Uh, you know, and Scott spent two weeks in, in the quantum realm at the beginning of Endgame. And, and time passed five years. Janet is in the quantum realm and it's 30 years and it's 30 years our time. They spend time in the quantum realm in this movie and time doesn't seem to be messed up at all it's like there's no it's just kind of all over the place and and 
honestly, the word quantum realm has been turned into like a deuce ex machina where it's like they just need a quick fix. So let's just throw that term and have it underway, which I, I just found frustrating. You know, like we, this is the third Ant-Man movie and uh, the quantum realm and all this kind of stuff has been dealt with in outside movies. And there's just no rhyme or reason to anything. They, there's it, That was frustrating to me. Maybe some people that's fine. And I'm more power to you if that was not an issue. But I thought the script was weak in this movie. Um, this one was super heavy on the jokey side again. And that's frustrating to me. Um, but, you know, that's Marvel. So I, I, you, you kind of know what you're getting into, I feel. But a lot of this was like, it felt like to me they had this idea that they just wanted to show this CGI realm and show how cool they could make it look and stuff like that. And then they just kind of threw in story after the fact to be like, well, we got to make this make sense and we got to move stuff along. Like, and I don't know. That's not how you make a good movie, in my opinion. Like, I don't think this movie is up there with Marvel movies. It's certainly not up there for me with movies, period. Like, I know it's not got a good score on Rotten Tomatoes. And, like, I just... It was kind of a big letdown to me. There are good things. There's, there's of course, huge battles. There's, there's fun stuff to look at. Some of the jokes land and you laugh. Uh, by far, the best part of this movie to me was Jonathan Majors. And, uh, you know, everyone else did fine. But I thought he was just a notch above everyone. Um... So yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really know what else to say. I'm just gonna continue to drag on it. So <laughs> we might as well just move on for me. Um, but yeah, I will, I will say in general, disappointing. If you're a fringe Marvel person, kind of like I am, where like you know you've had some problems in the past and you let you, you know all that kind of stuff, you could probably skip this one. Honestly, if you're a Marvel person, you're gonna go see this no matter what I say. So. Um, and I guess if you have the inclination to see this movie, you're like, you know what, I want to see that movie, you might as well see it in theaters because you're going to get the full experience, the full big screen, CGI, all that good stuff. It's going to look the best it could possibly look in the theater. So if you're already decided you're going to see this movie, I would suggest you go see it in the theaters. If you're listening to what I'm saying now and you're like, you know what, doesn't sound for me, pass, then wait the month and a half and it'll be on Disney Plus and you're good to go. So that's me, Marie. Well, thanks for having me back. Always uh, a pleasure. So this is my first Marvel movie with you guys. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it is. Um, and this is my first Ant-Man and the Wasp movie. Oh, oh boy. So oh, wow. Okay. I have no comparison of, oh, of a, the storyline and the saga for this. So okay. I had no expectation, and I pretty much threw out the idea that I'd be able to follow any story. Yeah. And as far as the quantum realm, that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. So I have nothing to say about that because it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but I, I thought the movie was fun in general for all the reasons I like Marvel movies, which are, it, there's a lot of silly things and they have fun cast members. Like I enjoy Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Douglas and Paul Rudd and like, they're just fun and they're funny and, 
and they make me laugh. And, um, and the superheroes are human and they make mistakes. And there's always a little bit of a lesson in there too. They're learning as they go. They don't all know what they're doing, what they start with. And they all screw up along the way. And a lot of them, in fact, most of them admit that they don't know what they're doing most of the time. And I appreciate that in life. Um, what I enjoyed about this group, and like I said, this is my first exposure to this group, was the family unit and that they all were working together to get out of a situation um, and solve a problem. And I enjoy that family group dynamic um, and that they were all looking out for each other and they weren't leaving anybody behind. Um, and I enjoyed the father-daughter interactions and how the daughter was kind of coming into her own and a little bit of coming of age storyline and how dad had to let her find her wings and find her power and she had to kind of find her power in this movie too um, but also learn that there was something her father could teach her along the way um, so those were the themes I was noticing I can't really comment on the story and the script because I didn't see the first two and how they and how that um, followed and any of that kind of stuff but those were the, those were the things I was looking at and those were the things that I enjoyed about this movie um, you should definitely snack um, <laughs> definitely you should snack as always fair yeah. can't argue that I appreciate you going out of your way to answer that oh so important question mm -hmm. yes. I feel like we don't address that enough that's fair mm -hmm. I'm sure our listeners appreciate it, too. Yes. Um, I, this particular theater, though, really has never stocked milk duds. Yeah. And mm. I feel that that is a deficit. And mm. one day I'll remember to bring my own, but yep. that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Fair. Tim? All right. All right. Um, I think Todd and I are on different ends of the spectrum today. Um, uh, <laughs> I really dug this. Um, I thought they, uh, some of the problems that you addressed, Todd, I felt have been, they set the groundwork for in the other Ant-Man movies by saying early on that the quantum realm, they still don't understand it. There's things that they, sometimes time passes in a week, sometimes it passes in five years, and it's done that before, and they already laid that out so that these things can happen, and we don't know what's going to happen. And yeah, that might be, you can see that as a, a way for them to do whatever they want and and have different co consequences for things but i feel like that makes it a wild card which makes it interesting to me and um it because it can affect the world in many different ways and obviously it's powerful enough where they banished kang there because knowing that you know maybe he won't be able to get out and that would be a good thing for the world and um and i definitely back you up on jonathan majors bringing it in this movie it could have been just an easy role to be the uh this omnipotent ruler type who's trying to you know rule all choose scenery and all that but i felt he didn't play it that way he played it like almost a troubled person who's been through a lot 
but is still determined to do what he's going to do. And I thought he just, the way he portrayed him was very interesting and makes me even more excited for whatever else he's going to bring to the MCU as he has appeared in some other things already. And it certainly seems to be not going to be going away anytime soon. Um, and then going back to what Marie said, yeah, the family dynamic is what makes these Ant-Man Wasp movies work, uh, I think. Uh, the chemistry's there. The, um, you know, Paul Rudd is just so likable and... And by default, everybody else is. I thought the new actress did a good job as um, Cassie. Um, stepped in seamlessly to a role that really hadn't been fleshed out other than being a cute kid before. And, um, you know, it's, and obviously they can set her up to be a future Avenger as well. Um, and I just, there was a lot of world building I felt here. Where, you know, we're setting the stage for what's coming. And that's interesting to me too. Because I feel like the last phase of Marvel movies have all been about loss and grief and moving on and now we seem to be in a world of I don't I mean this is only the first movie so it's hard to say what the theme is going to be yet but it definitely seems to be like there's doom on the horizon and even this movie didn't shy away from that in in near the end which I thought was a good thing especially since the Ant-Man and Wasp movies are the to this point the goofy you know side stories almost where they're the the fun movies and this movie is definitely a bit of a departure, I would say, from the first two, but still kept the tone of the Ant-Man universe to this point. And I appreciated that as well, because they've always been the not-as-serious adventures. Um, although they did try to bring some drama into this, and I thought it worked for me. Um, and it is just a visual feast, this movie. And lots of different characters, different... Uh, landscapes, you know, new creature ideas, and it just, it all worked for me. It's, there was a lot of creativity, I felt, in this, in the making of this, and that's what they were going for. Just a way to explore a bunch of different things that, and yeah, my, some of it might have just been ideas thrown at the table, but again, it worked for me. And, um, I'm, I'm, and as always, I'm intrigued to see what's coming next in the MCU. So, uh, for me, this movie worked. Matt? Well, um... Things I liked about this movie, um, probably for the same reason I liked Avatar, The Way of Water, is the the beautiful nature of the quantum realm and how you could uh, see many different types of creatures. Um, for me, it was almost like I, I kept thinking about Star Wars and like when I first there was Star Wars vibe for sure. Yeah, when I. When mm -hmm. I first saw Star Wars for the first time, and I was like, who are all these creatures, and what are all these things? And uh, there was a lot of that feeling, especially at the beginning of the movie, mm -hmm. when you were just like, why does that creature have a glowing colored head? Why does that creature look like they're made of rocks? Um, and I, I thought that that was, that was a, a cool part of it, that, you know, Tim, you mentioned world building, and world building is more than just the scenery but right. um it is the scenery too and i thought that they did a good job of fleshing out this new facet of the quantum realm where we got to see some of what what is down there that isn't just like flashing lights and blobs which i think is about what we've seen in the past when things have gone into the quantum realm um so i like that um I thought also that there was some gravity to this movie, um, and I, I thought that it felt like 
unlike recent Marvel movies, I really thought that there was a sense of of something larger going on, um, and and a sense of you know we sort of know from just media and press reports and stuff like that that this is like kicking off a new a new uh, phase of the MCU, um, but uh, it felt like that too. Um, just from watching the movie, I felt like there was there was a lot going on that was maybe outside of um, just the Ant Man and and his family. Um, but the, but there was there's a lot of references outside of of um, just them to other other Avengers, other you know powered people, etc. Um, and so. I did enjoy this movie. Um, I thought that it it was it's an interesting choice to sort of carry this story forward to use Ant Man and his his people um, because they always have been a little bit jokey and you know uh, more of like you know the first movie is certainly more of a heist movie mm-hmm. and um, this movie felt more more um, well, it had more gravity, like I said, but also it felt more uh, sci-fi than um, than than we've seen in the past, and so that was, I guess, maybe that was sort of an expansion of the worlds for me to see all these other other species, alien type races, um, and uh, yeah, so I liked it. I think probably yeah, you you can go see this one in the theater. Um, and you know, Todd, you said it. If you're a Marvel fan, you're gonna see this. So I don't. If you're a Marvel fan, I don't think anything we say matters yeah. for the podcast. You're, you're yeah. gonna go. Right. Right. So. So I had a good time, and I'll leave it at that. Fair enough. Well, coming down to the thick of it here, how many super genius ants would you give this movie, which play a major part? Mm. In this movie, uh, uh, zero being the worst because then you got no ants, you got no party, you got nothing going on. Five being the best because then you got these super genius ants that are super geniuses and can help you and all that kind of stuff. So let's start with uh, Marie. Ah, (laughs) ah. I know. We're ready for that. I know. Throw a complete complete curveball here. Um, Got reaction. I had a good time, really. And, you know, my metric, if I don't think about anything Mm -hmm. else in my life, I I had a good time. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with three and a half. Good. Okay. Strong start. Good stuff. Tim? I'm a little lower. I did have a good time, as I said. Um, Because it's a world building and I feel like it's something that's going to... We're doing gut reaction, not how it fits into the bigger picture. So I'm going to leave it at a 3.1. 3.1. Matt? Well, I am uh, similar to Tim, maybe just a slight bit lower. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm going to give it three uh, genius Mm -hmm. ants. Mm-hmm. Um, super genius. Five, super genius. Yes. Let's let's not sell them short. They are. They're super not just geniuses. regular geniuses. The very beginning. Yeah. Is very super. I did uh, 
there is a, a quite a dramatic scene with super genius ants that I really enjoyed. That's mm -hmm. part of this movie. So three for me. Three for Matt. Um, well, obviously I'm going to be different than everyone. Uh, be yourself. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the thing I want to talk about this movie the most is the ending, which I can't because, you know, spoiler free. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, between all the stuff that I said, I mean, I, this movie did just, I was really looking forward to it. It didn't hit with me. I had a lot of problems with it. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm going to land on my gut, which was 1.7. Okay. So, uh, I mean, in, in my opinion, Marvel's ships are not tight anymore. They are, like, loosey-goosey. Everything's flopping which way or that. And I think what I really enjoyed about the start of Marvel was that everything seemed pretty tight. And uh, now it's kind of all over the place. So, but that's me. All right. And that's the beauty of the podcast, is that we can all disagree, but we all remain friends in the end. Of course. You hear that, America. Yeah. We disagree, <clears throat> but you can still we're all talk friends to in the end. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, we we are all friends here on the podcast. Well, uh, any uh, last minute thoughts before we wrap up? I guess not. That I can think of. Okay. <laughs> Well, then, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies with special guests Tim and Marie, uh, where we reviewed Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. And we gave it an average rating of 2.825 um, Super Genius Ants out of 5, um, which is a little bit above average. Uh, I think we would all say this wasn't maybe the greatest Marvel film, but... Uh, most of us had a good time. I'm not saying I didn't have a good time. <laughs> most I always of us... have a good time when I go to the theater. Yes. With, okay. with you guys. Most of us were generally pleased with what there we, we saw. Okay, put it that way. There we go. <laughs> a majority. A quorum, if you will. Um, and uh, so so we'll say, yeah, you should see this, especially, obviously, if you're a Marvel fan, you're going to see it. And and I would go see it in the theater. It's It's got some... Some big effects and visuals. some yeah. some nice visuals, but um, but yeah, thank you everyone for listening and for subscribing. And if you're not a subscriber, you're only a listener. Get on that. Yeah, make it yeah. come into your world on a regular basis. Whenever we release uh, an episode, if you're subscribed on whatever service, we're on all services. Um, then, you know, you'll just get a little notification or it'll just start playing or I don't even know how There's it no works. There's no reason not to at this point. Just plays yeah. in your mind, you know. Straight beaming into your mind whenever right. it, yeah. it uploads to the internet. I think that's, I think that's a possibility. That's so. how it goes. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks, everyone. And we will see you next time. Da-da-da-da. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. Da-da-da.